0: You said you'd come. Lawrence, hope you're not too late.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to episode number 47 of the Wulong Talks podcast, or otherwise known as part 2 of our Avengers Infinity War review and discussion. Now, hopefully you've come to us after listening to part 1. If you haven't, go back to the page that you found us on and listen to part 1, because that's what we're talking now about the movie. But what we're going to do here in part 2 is we're going to talk a little bit about the end of the movie, And what we think the implications of that are. We're going to throw in some of our theories for that. And we're also going to answer your questions as well. So thanks to everybody who sent in questions. There was a lot of them. So we'll try and work through as many as we can. But first of all, um, as you know, I'll I'll be joined here by the usual crew. So Big A, the man geek up north is with me. So Big A, say what's up? What's up? Um, And the rusting kid is battling a kitten that he's terrified of. So he may be distracted at times. Rich kid, say what's up?
2: listen it's not a joke man he's 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 generally distressing me right now because i'm trying to concentrate on two things but yeah what's happening people
1: and of course we're joined by our two guests from part one as well nigel from mayamada nigel welcome back
2: hey
3: what's happening
1: cool so i want to
3: find out what's going on with this cat this i know is, i know this, this is gripping. like
1: this is this is becoming a better subplot yeah. than <laughs> <laughs> The last like, year <laughs> Because it's got twists,
2: it's got turns, it's got drama, <laughs> violence. Stop. Like, Sorry. Sorry, give me to stop. <laughs> Is that... generally no, generally not. Right. Pardon? You can't tell cats what
4: to do.
2: No, no. It, no, like, I've been th- teaching it basically, like, when it tries to hit me with its claws, like, when I say put your claws away, it yeah, actually puts its claws away. So I'm trying to get him into that frame of mind. I did it with my... With a, my, an ex-girlfriend who had a cat. I managed to do that with her as well. Whereas, like, I'm... Um, oh,
4: so- so you're a cat whisperer. I get
2: it. <laughs> I'm not a cat whisperer. I'm, I'm just. I just want to save myself. From...
1: <laughs> well, in between all of that, we've also got our other special guest, uh, Mr. O has rejoined us. Uh, Mr. O, welcome back, man.
5: Good evening, everyone, and um, like everyone else, I'm as gripped into this cat saga as anyone else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, it's going to promise um, a few thrills while we do this podcast listeners so <laughs> so listen out for that um all right guys well yeah I said we we kind of talked a lot about the the movie in detail uh, in the first podcast um so we didn't really get to talk about the the end of the movie and the significance of it and what it means going forward so um in terms of like theories and things like that first of all how did you like that final scene. I guess like is too strong a word to use considering what happened, but um, you know, were you surprised to see the the finger snap at the end of the movie? Um, And as usual, I'll go to Big A. So Big A, you can kick us off, man.
4: No, I wasn't surprised at all, man, because Gamora said that shit anyway. You know what I mean? That was just foreshadowing for it. So if anyone was paying attention, it was definitely going to happen. And I love it when fucking the good guys lose, especially... You know what the mcu characters have had struggles but they've never lost on this scale and for half of the life in the universe to be lost because they didn't succeed that's a massive failure and i like i like seeing the good guys fail sometimes it's cool
1: mm. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean it's what adds for for drama absolutely um mr oh uh in terms of like when Thanos snapped his fingers and the screen went white <laughs> You talked about that a little bit in um the part 1 but in part 2 can you just elaborate a little bit more on, on the kind of how that shook you because I know you are a comic book fan and No close you know sorry the, um... <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what the um, the implications of that are. so yeah could you just um give us a little bit about what you thought of that
5: um I I like the way I like Fact that you didn't really know who was gonna go,
0: mm. and only as
5: people were standing there, they were talking. You know, the, one minute they were fine, and then like, they just disappeared. Like um, I can't remember the, the head of that Malaje. Like her face when the child disappeared, mm-hmm. she was like, "Wait, whoa, wait, this is new." Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so everyone, it could have been anyone. Mm. And, you know, implication-wise. That you know, you're you're kind of torn between what you know, and you know what you just want to watch and mm. see what happens. So yeah. there's a lot of implications, a lot of theories. Mm. Um, yeah, but a, an excellent ending because it literally just ended with you know one of the most in, one of the most important moments in you know Marvel comics history, which is Snap.
1: Mm. yeah very much so man very much so um, Nigel how about you I mean in terms of the um, the way that the movie ended uh, <clears throat> were you shocked at any of the characters that, that vanished after the finger snap
3: yeah well I mean like I said in the initial bit I thought there were certain characters that I guess protected is the word um, because we know there'll be more f- films we know Certain actors have certain contracts. You kind of—I didn't expect them to. Uh, I'm doing air quotes here, but kill off certain characters. So, in a way, I was surprised, but uh, pleasantly surprised because I did want to see uh, some deaths in this. As as uh, sadistic as that sounds, I wanted to see uh, consequence. And like you guys were saying, when. Like uh, Gamora was foreshadowing, you know, Thanos snaps his fingers. Um, even Thanos was saying in some of his uh, rationale how on Titan uh, becoming overpopulated and him coming up with a solution to just at random take out half the population to solve that that issue. So even there, he was like saying what's, what's going to happen. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you kind of expected... To get to this point, and I guess I was just glad to see it followed through now don't know what's going to happen in the next one but at least where we are now glad to see like consequence uh in the film so characters losing characters uh uh dying so yeah no, it's there's it a good good place to end it
1: mm, mm absolutely I mean I was shocked when it happened to be honest. yeah I did not expect it at all um which is awesome. I, I, yeah, I, I know like that storyline inside out, especially the original Pretty Gauntlet storyline that Charlie worked on. Um, you know, I know it inside out. And that that's a key moment in the in the movie. Um, sorry, in the comic book. Um and I was kinda like, Oh, you know, are they gonna do it or are they gonna like let him get all of them but find a way to protect vision and then you know maybe in the second movie is when he gets hold of uh the mind stone from vision and and you know and then we see it but yeah for the way it played out and for the finger snap and then for people to start turning into ash really slowly um and methodically was just so well done man it just was yeah (laughs) that, that just gave me chills like 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 pretty much everything else in the movie, it, it really did give me chills. Um, Rich Kid, you there?
2: Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. You you given giving up fighting the cat.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so what did you what was your take on um, kind of the way the, the movie ended, as said with the, the finger snap and, and the importance I, I, of it?
2: I, I think it was done it was done perfectly and, and so smart. Because obviously I think with the Russos, I, I think basically what they did is that they know how the MCU now is they so they know that there's there's countless youtube channels that you know that will be able to give you rundowns of the infinity Gauntlet, so you don't actually have to go into the shop and read it you've got digital downloads that you can just download i think marvel comics were giving away reprints of like the first issue of the infinity Gauntlet for free um you know i mean basically like you've got people now that are able to do their research and the significance behind it is because if i remember correctly the original the first issue of infinity gauntlet the snap of the fingers is the first thing that happens that alerts everybody to come and fight thanos in the first place mm-hmm. so for them to save it at the end where basically like you said it's almost like they were leading you down you know done leading into a force of security where basically it might be that thing of that he gets five stones mm-hmm. and then basically the next episode is basically them you know maybe trying to keep vision safe and, and xyz so for them to literally just pull it off at the end it just felt natural and so true to the story that I, I was just like, wow, they, they, they really did it. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a really, really like good ending. It was a smart, as a smart and well put together ending um, that I don't think anybody saw. People may have thought they would do it. Um, maybe in the second part, but no, I don't, I don't believe anybody believed. Uh, I don't believe anybody thought that they were going to do the snap of the fingers at the end of this episode.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's true. I think it really came out of left field. I don't think anybody really kind of saw it come in, I guess. Um,
5: and it, so, was, yeah. um, it was so sudden. Um, I mean, as I was saying before, you know, Thor hit him in the chest, drove it in a little bit more, said he said what he needed to say, and then he said it. He said, oh, you should hit me in the head. And then the, and then the screen went white. And like I said, that moment where it just went white, everyone sort of just saw so, and then it went to that that scene where I was talking to the younger Mora. You were like, "What? What? What?" There was that moment where you were just like,
3: "Yeah, what's happened? What? Not...
5: Did, did he do it? Did he? It looks like he did, but I'm not sure." And you know, I to turned to Ash, so you know, again, done very well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. So, um, with kind of the the fateful snap happening, um, and you know, heroes vanishing from existence, um, where do you think that leaves us going into Avengers four? Um, because the the characters that disappear are are all give or take, um, characters that we would expect to see in the future of the MCU. Um, you know, Spider-Man has a sequel that's filming right now. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three we know is coming. Um, Black Panther Two hasn't been confirmed yet, but we know that they're they're working on it because Kevin Feige said they're working on it. So, um, you know, we know a number of these characters that have disappeared are are likely to reappear. Um, but do you guys think, for example, that there may be um, a way in which they use this event to kind of explore things like the quantum realm which we touched upon in, in ant-man and um you know the idea of multiverses which has existed for a long time in in the comic books um that hasn't really been addressed by the movies as such do you do you see kind of anything like that i guess is, is what i'm saying so basically what i'm asking you is give me your conspiracy theories <laughs> what you think is going to happen um uh Rich kids, do you want
2: to go first? Um I've got quite a few. Um <laughs> I was I was actually just thinking about it now. I think there's definitely going to be mention of the multiverse. I mean the multiverse is mentioned in Doctor Strange anyway. Hmm. And then like you said, and then obviously where Doctor Strange is set. Remember, I, mean, I think Doctor Strange is set, what, 2014? Hmm. Is it 2014 Doctor Strange is set? And then Avengers infinity war is set in, in our period now. So there's obviously, you've seen that the power set of Dr. Strange increase. So now he's able to view different, you know, different take, different takes of events and, and, and how, you know, it can be won or can be lost. So there's a so there's the mention of it there. Um, the quantum realm is, is something that, you know, I, I'm, I'm always staying out there cause I think it's, it's, I think it's a dimension that could, that could, that could lead to some interesting things, but, um, I'm really interested in seeing if they do and there has been some form of mention it soul world that's what I'm interested in seeing and I've actually just had a bit of a brain fart and I've been sitting down just coming up with loads and loads of different theories now check this just imagine if Thanos is dead Mm. there's no reason to say that he actually survived if anything I'm just saying so basically the last time we see him, we see him, we see a Thanos have a conversation with a small Gomorrah, which looks to be, which looks like me to be the Soul World, and the Soul World that I do know and how it generally does. The Soul World that we see Gomorrah in is how Soul World is how Soul World looks now in the in the revamp of the Infinity Stones in Marvel Comics. Where we see Thanos at the end of the of the film is how soul world looked in the 90s where it was like lush green forest and like little towns and villages and stuff like that so i'm i'm not sure if i'm even answering the question properly but mm-hmm. literally I'm, ju- I'm just my mind is just playing it's just running wild so i'm just thinking to myself like that's a place that i'd like to see explored um you know in in in, in this next episode mm. Mm.
1: cool no that's an interesting idea actually the the idea that phanos might be dead i mean it, it... Yes, definitely left field. I'll say that (laughs) something definitely audiences wouldn't see coming at all. Mm. Um, So yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. Well, good start, Rich. Thank you. Um, Nigel, any thoughts? I
3: have no, I have no thoughts other than my big conspiracy theory is that um, Hawkeye is still in this film somewhere and may get a feature in the next one uh and that's it
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah he's, he's out there somewhere yeah. but um oh, oh you, you're gonna say something
2: yeah yeah, yeah no, no no so finish your thing i was actually gonna say something that i didn't mention in the last episode but sorry to interrupt oh
3: well i am just listening to you talk about the multiverse i'm just wondering how if they are going to bring certain characters back how they're going to do it so i'm really interested in how they translate things that have been done in the comic stories to screen and how they navigate that um, to please uh, comic fans but also just your everyday moviegoer how they kind of yeah just cross that bridge Um, but I've got no firm theories on it myself cool
1: fair enough um, Richard, before I go to Mr. O, did you want to come in with what you wanted to say?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was like it was literally just a scene. I've got like another theory. So if we're going to be bouncing the theories around, but um, in I was going to mention the last episode. But did did it not me- surprise anybody when Thanos mentions or refers to Tony Stark by his name? Did that just did that not just Did somebody mention that in the last episode? If they did, I apologize if I'm repeating it. But did that did that not throw anybody off like a bit left field? Hello. Like the reason, like, like, the reason why I'm saying is like he, he refers to him as his name. Says, hmm. that, that's the thing. Yeah, and and I found I found that very very interesting. Um, well, he, he and said
1: after he says his name, he says you're not the only one who's cursed with knowledge.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which no, but, but, means,
1: but, means that well, I'll I'll tell you how I saw it. It it, mm. it I guess it means that he and. Um, Tony Stark in some ways are two sides of the same coin. And yeah, Tony Stark is a person who, because of the events that he's gone through, has made it his business to be observant of everything that is is going on around him, and mm. to be aware of of kind of you know um, developments within the world. Although how yeah. oh, he missed Wakanda, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. There you go. Um, but, but, yeah, but um, I took it to to mean that you know Thanos in, in the literal sense, Thanos is. Um, is Tony Stark in that way, in a sense that he is also aware of um, all of these different things? I mean, he probably, depending on on what his his position was at the the Battle of New York and Avengers One, he may well have even you know observed Tony Stark flying that nuke through the wormhole, um, and then possibly have, have um, used his network and his spies to to find out what So it could again uh, lead to us having, you know, spies on Earth who are working on his behalf, agents who are working on his behalf and things like that. So, so yeah, I kind of took it to, to mean that. But you go ahead and finish your point.
2: No, I, I was, I was going to say that basically I think that Thanos is obviously is able to do research. And I was saying this to Alvin the other day. I, I think there's going to be some form of time travel involved. So I reckon Doctor Strange giving the, the time gem to Thanos is actually the one win that he witnesses when he goes when he goes to have a look through the multiverse and tony stark is the linchpin and i think that thanos in one way or another has already seen himself have this whole battle and is essentially trying to win as well and the reason why i'm saying this is that i'm just going off like stuff that i've read in the infinity comic and there's an episode where at the at the end where adam warlock comes to seek guidance from thanos because he fe- he finds kinship in somebody else who's experienced godhood and there's one of those things where adam warlock goes to him and says they have this conversation and it's like every time i come to see you 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 give me this information and thanos basically says yeah i knew you would and then warlock looks at him as if to say like what do you mean you knew you, you, uh, you knew you would and it's like i've i've been god so there's a certain amount that I've touched upon that is still with me and I'm privy to this knowledge. It's like, it's, I've, I've reached a certain type of enlightenment. So I'm thinking to myself that that could be something is sort all of weird, like time travel and Tony Stark is the linchpin. And the battle is basically to take The, the whole thing is to get this affinity going. And the only way for him to win is to take Tony Stark out. And, and to do that is going to be some form of time travel. So we've already, we've already said that there's, um, pictures, uh, from the battle of New York. So i say, I was saying to Alvin, like, basically, can you imagine like the actual battle of New York itself with the Avengers fighting against the Chitauri, but in the background, you've got the core Avengers. So you've got iron man, you've got Thor, you've got Hulk, you've got blackwood, you have got Hawkeye actually battling other Chitauri in a background. And that's the, and they're the actual reason why the Avengers are able to win the battle of New York. Like I said, I've had a bit of chocolate. My mind is running. <laughs> so I am just <laughs> so I'm just talking for talking I'm just talking what the person that comes out of my mouth. So yeah. well, sorry. No, Guys carry okay. on. Yeah. that's no, interesting theories.
1: though. So Yeah. Yeah, it was about theories and he gave a theory. So if not that's that's perfectly legit. Um Mr. O uh any conspiracy theories that you've got for Avengers 4 that I think will make play out?
5: I'm, I'm I'm locked in on the um Doctor Strange um, decision to give up the time gem. To yeah. I, I remember um, earlier when Tony was saying, Why don't "We just throw it in the like, throw it in the dumpster," and him and Wong were like, well, "No, we've you know we've given our lives to protect the time gem. We can't do that." And as soon as Tony's life was on the line, Doctor Strange gave it up. Boom. Yeah, and he said, "As he also did say before that." If it comes between saving your life and protecting this thing, I'm gonna protect this thing. Mm. And when it came to Tony's life, he gave it up. So I'm thinking that he's seen something that hopefully they put in motion. But again, um, I've seen some aspects of the Battle of New York, um, but with Ant-Man also there, which kind of lends to that brain fart theory Richard just had about, you know, going back and, you know, them being the actual reason for the Battle of New York, oh, for them actually winning the Battle of New York. But when you were watching the Avengers the first time, you didn't know. So it makes you go back and then forward. And then there's Captain Marvel. Um, that also theory about Thanos having a spy on Earth. I really possibly think that could be Hawkeye being a scroll.
2: Like it. I like it. I was yeah. uh, that's kinda of crossed my mind as well. I like I've it. I've heard this before.
5: He's not in it at all. And again, I think Atman's gonna have something to do with the with the time travel because again he's from this, but he's also included in the film. Either one or two. And because he wasn't in the first one, I think him and the Captain Marvel were the end. I was like, Yay, Also.
2: Oh 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 um, oh oh! Sorry, when you finish, I have got one more sorry, thing. But finish. carry on, carry on, carry on. Go for it,
5: go for it. Tag on, tag on.
2: Okay, 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 okay. Check it, check it, check it, check it.
1: Hey, don't. By the, the, the f- way, don't take too long because Alvin hasn't spoken yet.
2: Fuck Alvin. <laughs> all right. So.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. All right. So check it. So we're talking about time travel, yeah, or or multiverse. Now the speech that Tony Stark gives to Loki. Imagine if they do time travel and basically the only because if you think about it, the only person who ever gets second privy knowledge or, 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 or knowledge of anything that's come to that's come to pass is Tony Stark. Tony Stark has a vision when he touches the, the Tesseract in Age of Ultron. Nick Fury comes to see Tony Stark to say, listen, shit's about to go down. He's that, he's that person. So imagine Tony Stark going back in time and telling him what's happening and telling him the only way to win is to do X, Y, Z. But the Tony Stark that he sees is the one that takes place before the Battle of New York. So that speech that he gives to Loki isn't just referring to the Battle of New York. It's referring to everything. And it's that you know, that line where he basically goes like, don't you see there's no way in which you can win this? Like, you know, there's X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. But that's just, like I said, my mind's running. So I I just got a bit excited on that. So sorry for interrupting. Carry on. (laughs) I'm liking (laughs) these theories, though. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, um, Alvin, uh, have you got any conspiracy theories that you want to share?
4: Uh, not conspiracy theories. I mean, a lot of the time travel stuff does sound kind of, well, pretty legit because of the set photos or whatnot, so it, it's pretty certain that there's going to be some tra- time travel aspects in there, unless we're completely wrong and there's some kind of flashback which will allude to something. If Hawkeye is a scroll sh- wouldn't it have to be after sometime after he had his third child, mm. so sometime after Age of Ultron, if that was the case. Mm. Uh, the Quantum Realm is in Ant-Man and the Wasp, so I don't think they'll be delving into that in, uh, in Infinity War Part 2 or whatever, and calling it. And, uh, and yeah, I also thought the, uh, the choice that Doctor Strange made to uh, give him the Time Stone is definitely the thing that sets them down the road to victory, like that's gotta be that's just got to be, it's the only way it made sense to kind of give it to him. It'd either be that or die, dying fighting. So, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, um, that's already started, whatever's supposed to sort everything out. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I like the time travel thing, but I don't really have any conspiracy theories of my own. I'm ready for them to kind of surprise me. Because I, I reckon people come up with theories all the time, right? Like, remember the theories, people saying ah. Oh, the Soul Stone is Captain America. Look into his eyes. His eyes are kind yeah. of like an orange. They're yeah. completely wrong, you know. I mean, some people are saying the same thing about Heimdall. It's like we, we, we. Yeah. The time trouble does seem in the right areas, but, but the other stuff is is probably like nah.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. That is true. All right, fair enough. Well, um, let's dive into some of these audience questions now because we've got a couple here. So what I'll do is I'll. Um, throw a couple out to uh, you guys and, and you can spitball and, and give it your takes, man. Um, uh, but we'll start with a fun one for everybody. <laughs> this comes to us from uh hashtag, hashtag blackout podcast. Um, they're homies of ours. What's up, guys? Um, and they said, How many times did you guys yell, Oh, hell no, in the theater? <laughs> <laughs> Which I quite like. So, Mister O, like, <laughs> I know you've been vocal about like your experience with this I movie. So, that how that many did times did you say, "Oh, hell no"?
5: I didn't throw out a hell no, but I threw out many. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 there were there were kids, and I looked at them, and the parents kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Look, I don't know what you want from me. This is Marvel. Um, <laughs> how many years I've been waiting for this? We told you to be kids this movie. Anyway, see that's how <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I at least at least between five to ten.
1: Okay, that sounds like a reasonable number. I would say, yeah. Um, anybody else want to chime in?
2: Um, I can tell you exactly when I said, "Oh, oh hell no," yeah, or, yeah, oh, or, or or hell yes. So, like like we discussed in the last in the last episode, Hulk getting his ass handed to him. It's the choke. It's, it's not even saying when he was holding the, the licks it's the choke it's, it's just like mm-hmm. boom, and he just goes ah, and he holds his throat and it's like, <laughs> and like it, it was like i said before it, it was genuine pain mm. that you saw him saw him in and then the bit when he gets knocked out and it's like they kind of linger on him number one he's bleeding and number two he's ko'd it's not so like he's hurting and he's trying to get back up no he like if he was street fighter You'd see the, 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 little tweet birds above his head that like he was knocked out <laughs> that made me say, oh, hell no. Um, the end, I wouldn't say the end, the end when black Panther disappeared, mm. made me say, made mm. me say, oh, hell no. Yeah. Vision getting killed twice mm. made me say, oh, hell no. And the one thing that made me say, oh, hell yes. Was the beeper at the end in the, in the, in the credit sequence. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would concur with those. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, we've got one here from Yellow Rage Attacks, uh, and she asked, when Thanos murdered half the cosmos, was it only the gauntlet that was destroyed, or were the, the Infinity Stones discharged as well? And who wants to take that one?
4: Alvin. I'll take that one. Yeah uh yeah no it still worked um because he then used the uh the space stone to teleport away mm. so it must have still worked yeah it looked it didn't look like it was completely broken it did look fucked because obviously it took a lot of power to do what it did mm. but i I don't think it's like completely broken and i don't think the uh the stones were all in it when he used the space stone to get out of there so i from what i saw today which refreshed my mind it looked like that shit still worked to me. Mm, mm.
1: Yeah, I would I would go with that as well. I think the the um the gauntlet maybe is damaged but but um but not defective. Uh and I think the infinity stones were definitely still in there from what I saw as well. So um yeah, I think he's he's still unfortunately super powerful at this point. So yeah, there's probably gonna be a lot more mayhem to come. Um anybody else wanted to add anything on that one?
2: Um I tell you what would be really cool. This kind of goes into another conspiracy theory. Like you said, like I Evan, like you actually really—that's re- really good observation there. That he uses the reality gem. I'm sorry, the reality, the, the test, the—is the, it a space gem to, to teleport from one place yeah. to another? Yeah. Yeah. But imagine if one of the gems is now defective, and the reason why they haven't given the new title for the new Avengers film is because it's to do with, let's say, like another artifact in the Marvel universe, which they actually need to find that can repower the infinity gem or the infinity gauntlet. So the next the next episode could actually be them chasing Thanos instead of Chanos chasing them. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: So okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so I I reckon maybe one of the gems has, has actually been kind of been knocked out of sync or it's not as powerful. Or you know what it would even be better? Like one of the gems is cracked and it's kind of unstable. Mm. And that can affect affect everything else. Maybe the power gem because the power gem is the source for all of the gems.
1: Yeah, that that's interesting. Actually, I, I, I never thought of that. So, yeah, that's a that's a a, a good theory. Good theory. All right, uh, let's get into the next one. Right, so we've got one here from Jonathan. Jonathan, what's up? Um, he asked, uh, "What happens next? Are all the heroes, or are all the dead heroes, um, and the future ones uh, still alive, um, or are the current heroes going to have to sacrifice themselves?" To bring the dead ones back, Um, and I'll chuck that to uh, Nigel.
3: Ooh, that is a good question. I so I want to. I want, like I was saying before, some people to stay dead because Mm. then that whole thing about um, you know stakes and consequence that just it makes it more meaningful. Um, I mean, I like the idea of maybe someone sacrificing themselves to save other people. Uh, I'm very interested to see how they do. Cause I'm, I'm kind of with rich on his time travel um, theory. I'm with you on that brain fart mm. um, by the way, but like how they're, gonna, yeah, <laughs> how they're going to, yeah, how they're going to sort of work people back into it and, and how that's going to tie in. But even if they do bring people back, it will be great if there is still some sacrifice, some cost to doing that in the film. So I would, I'm going to go with that. I would like to see that. If they are going to bring people back, I like to think it will be at at a cost. Yeah. And when I say bring people back, I mean those that were turned to dust. I I think anyone who died like directly at Thanos's hand is is done. Like there's no hope for them. It's all the others at the end of the film.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yep, makes sense to me. Um, we've got another one here from Ills Nils. Uh, what's up, Ill? Um, and the question is, and I'll chuck this to you, Mr. O um, where did Nick Fury get that gadget to send that message at the end?
5: Ah, four score and ten years ago, Nick. Fury. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if. You're like me, and I, you know, I've got with Marvel, I go from the comics to the films to the TV shows to the theories to the gossip to the things that I've learned through just being so addicted to all of this. Um, Is that well, in the Captain Marvel coming, it's going to be set in the 90s. Um, um, The character, the actual character before she becomes Captain Marvel, is uh, apparently going to have a lot of interaction with Nick Fury. Um, and he's going to have two eyes in this film. So um, it's kind of setting up something that you've already seen that you have no idea about. So I think that by the end of that film, we'll have a direct idea of how that whole pager thing came to make sense. Hmm. Hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah. Actually, can I just okay. say that I. As you're yeah, totally. saying that, just uh, um, I'm going to stroke Marvel's ego here, but just how you're putting those two things, like the end credits linking to the next film, it's just a, a testament to how thought out this whole thing is on Marvel's um, behalf. Yeah, and right. I think that's really impressive because this is like 10 years um, of of films, each one with their own... After-credit sequences that tie into future films that sort of link all these um, all these outcomes together, uh, and I think yeah, that that's just an impressive thing um, to do to have that kind of foresight and uh, and patience to like have things pay off. Like even when you're talking about the Red Skull, and that's you know the, from the first Captain America to now, things paying off on, in that sense It's just um, like amazing to see this kind of thing being put together.
5: And can I, can I just also tack on to the end of the fact that the, the the black man in me was supremely proud that Samuel L. Jackson was about to throw a mother at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just the fact that he was going for it.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that they, they're even paying off things in other people's films. That was from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah. That, that's paying off now. Like, wow
1: yeah that was um i love
2: that i love that moment that was yeah great <laughs> that just made my fucking <laughs> day i was like motherfucker. Motherf- <laughs> but well the thing is i'll I tell you the thing i like about that and it's the whole thing that everyone keeps on saying that marvel is for kids and dc and the dc you know, the cinematic universe is, is for adults have you guys noticed that in the last couple of films they've swore a lot more in these marvel films yeah mm-hmm. so it's so like there's quite a few s-bombs. uses of the word yeah yeah it the, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah quite a few s-bombs mm-hmm. and then and the thing that I like about the ending of there's two things I like about the ending that you just said where Samuel Jackson's about to say mother the f-word um, apart from the fact that like, this is like the second reference to a character that he's kind of played before so like, that would be Jules so remember the the writing that's inscribed on in his tombstone in, in, in Captain America Winter Soldier yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, is the, the, ver- the, the, verse that he and Jules says from Pulp fiction, Pulp fiction but then also, yeah. yeah, but then also the, th- the fact is that this is the second Marvel movie to end give or take with somebody about to swear at the screen. Cause the same thing happens in homecoming, which yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. easily one of the best bits when <laughs> art may sees Peter in a costume. And she's like, what the <laughs> Hey ho, (laughs)
0: let's go! Hey ho, let's go!
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a that's a good one, man. I I do like that. I do like that. Cool. That was a good question. Thanks very much for that one, Um, Rich. I've got a a question here that I'd like you to tackle. This is from uh, more talking. Tax as well. Um, Yeah, and she asked uh, for us to elaborate a bit on Captain Marvel. Um, So basically. Her power set, um, how she became or is likely to become involved with the Avengers in Avengers 4, and how you think she might be able to, to help. So, yeah, basically, you know, based on your sort of knowledge of, of that universe, um, how do you think she might play into Avengers 4?
2: Uh, well, she's well, from let's let's put this well, we already know that her film is going to be set in the 90s, so we know that she's easily one of the most experienced characters that the that the avengers is gonna is gonna have on their roster that's number one and number two she's based out in space so she's already a veteran of, of like of what these people of what everybody has managed to pull off so far in, in their career um and she's been about and she's been doing it a lot longer from the sounds of it if it goes according to how i think it's gonna go uh, now the character of captain marvel is basically the female version of a character that was also called Captain Marvel, which Marvel Comics won yeah, the use to use that name in the Ah okay wait a minute the cat's back.
4: Shit, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm sure it's a cat and not a lion
2: like Mm-hmm. okay all right um yeah and so and then and but anyway without trying to go into that like, the political side of like the, the how they can use the word but the female captain marvel uh i'll say females because there's the original one was male whose name was actually marvell and he was a soldier for the a, a, a spy for the cree sent to the earth to come and spy on them and um, he basically ends up giving carol danvers uh half of his Kree or heart uh, well Kree powers by altering altering her dna and she basically becomes the character of Captain Marvel. She's gone by quite a few different names with different uh, oy, 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 with different with different skill sets and powers. Um and she's actually even been a part of like the, the X-Men and the, the Starjammers before as well. So ah, just shit, give me a second. Just go away. Um, so yeah, so I mean, if if I go, if I start talking a bit more, is actually gonna go. For for, for for too long because she's quite an established character, especially in the past two years. So um, yeah, so just take that information with you. No clause. Okay, sorry. So to, to listeners out there, I've you got a kitten. Trade a fort, yeah, I, I've got I've, I've got a kitten, and it and it's quite new, and it's literally it's, it's at that time of the night where it's just going crazy and trying to attack me, and I'm and I'm generally kind of scared. of to laugh? <laughs> well,
1: let me let me finish off for Richard there. Basically, um, as, as he said, you know the captor, the character of Captain Marvel, um, this iteration is is Carol Danvers. Um, she's known quite well throughout the Marvel uh universe, especially in the Marvel comic book universe as Richard kind of touched on. Um in terms of how she might play out in Avengers 4, um really interesting question. Uh, we'd have to kind of find out where she is. Um, possibly she's somewhere else in the galaxy, um, depending on you know what happens in the events of her film, because we know that um part of her film will take her into direct confrontation with the scrolls and with the Kree um, so that assuming that that, that that's the case then she's not going to be on Earth so she will be somewhere across the galaxy doing what we don't know Um, perhaps she's trapped somewhere um, and the heroes find out about her um, and have to go somewhere to free her Um, and then once she's free she'll be able to help them in terms of her powers um, her powers are pretty much like off the charts. Um, I mean, Kevin Feige was describing her as as the most powerful character we're going to see in the Marvel Universe. Um, And because of uh, the the DNA that she's bonded with with uh, Captain Marvel, she takes on a lot of his powers. So um, think of like Superman, but with, you know, the ability to also kind of fire energy blasts from her hands um to be able to travel through space without the need of um oxygen or, or anything like that um yeah she's pretty pretty powerful um so i imagine how she would play into it is you know they're basically gonna be like on their knees and in dire need of somebody who that can at least match up to to phanos to an extent
2: oh um, oh oh not another sorry another 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 theory playing yeah. for. Um, one of the stones is cracked and they need an alternative power source or to either replace it or to charge up that stone. That's been, that's been cracked. And like you just mentioned, Jay, then the power level charts of Captain Marvel, which we are aware of from comic books, but in the MCU, there's nothing that's going to be seen like this. So I'm only thinking to myself, like she could, she could be an alternative power source, the power that she has, that she's able to absorb energy and basically fire it back like, you know, in an, in an even more powerful way. So imagine if, like, that's the reason why she's actually hiding, because she could be an alternative power source to something as well. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's just, a
2: theory, I think. Just, just, just another theory. The cat's left me alone now, so I just <laughs> had, to, had to finish. <laughs> I'm, still now, yeah? I don't, I, I'm still shook. I'm not afraid for nothing. I'm not going to lie. Cool, oh, by the
5: way, she's one of the... Uh, sorry,
1: could you say it again, Mister? Oh, we just lost you.
5: Oh no! I said shout out to Yellow Rage. She's one of the homies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's the OG. She's an OG.
1: Um, okay. Uh, oh well, I'll throw this one to you, Alvin. Even though we were discussing it, we um, this one comes to us from Raf FT uh, on Twitter. Uh, big up yourself, Raf. Uh, and the question is: How will they accomplish time travel in Avengers Four? So, assuming that the time travel is going to be the path that they go down, um, how, in your head, would you see that play out?
4: Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you're probably thinking of time stone, but there must be another way. Um, I'm trying to think of one.
2: I've got one. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Okay. Uh, and the thing is, like I said, some of these theories are going to be good. Some of these theories are just just wild ones, just just to what we'd consider. This is just verbal clickbait. So we already know that basically, um, Marvel have acquired acquired the rights to Fantastic Four, yeah, or to to Fantastic Four, right? Yeah. Well, they bought it, so they just own it. Now. Yeah, yeah. So bought they, they don't own it. own it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. Own okay, part, so part oh, of okay, the, the, okay. So they own part of it. So imagine if like in a way to time travel they bring in a character from the fantastic four which is known uh, and this oh shit yep okay it's coming all right so in infinity right now that's coming out one of the characters who's actually involved in it is Kang the Conqueror. Ow! It's it's Kang. Ow! It's Kang the. Con- it's Kang the Conqueror. So
4: no, I don't think the cat likes your theory. Sure. <laughs> I think trying to tell you. The hat- <laughs> to <theory> shit, bro.
2: <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, okay. check no, no, no. it. So one of the one of the Fantastic Four characters is Kang the Conqueror. So that could be used as as, as a time travel caveat um to for them to for them to travel, and that can be a way of also bringing in a Fantastic Four by introducing a character that's already that's already established with them
1: hmm. okay yeah could be could be could be
2: that's number one and don't forget number two kang the Conqueror is related to reed richards
1: hmm. could be but again i mean we'd have to see because it's um the the problem is it's, it's still very early days in in that deal um hmm. between marvel and um uh between disney and, and fox um Yeah. I I don't know if they're gonna have enough time to put in Kang, because from what I understand, they've basically finished filming it anyway. Yeah. post-production now. Um, And they would have had to have filmed it under the pretext that they wouldn't have had access to any other characters. Yeah. So from like a logistics point of view, it might be tricky to fit in Kang now. um, Mm. But funnily enough, I can definitely see Kang being like a villain of the MCU going forward. I think once everything's done, and it's formalised and, and it's done, then Kang will definitely, I think, will definitely be a big, uh, a big part of the MCU going forward. Um, I've just wondered if maybe Avengers Four is a little too early for um, for him, possibly. But
3: maybe. yeah, I would also, I also think the idea of introducing like another new character because they've got to be wary of like overloading on characters so even though there will be new characters um like captain marvel and uh such i imagine they'd want to find a solution that reduces the amount of new characters yeah. at some point just your uh like again the average movie goer will just have there are too many characters to just to comprehend like as as sort of grand as that sounds but they just you can only keep track of so many characters within a your standard two hour, two and a half hour film. So I, I reckon they must be aware of that and they want to find a solution. So maybe like Dr. Strange must be the, the key. We've already been introduced to him. We know he's done something like you were saying about sort of the way he went from, I'm never giving up the stone stone ever, 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 ever to, yeah, here you go. Uh, have it. It must be part of the, you know, the, however many millions of, um, uh, possibilities that he, he went forward in time to view before finding the one. So I think it's gotta be something around that involving that character uh to minimize the number of new characters they need to introduce to uh, sort of find a solution here.
1: Also, um I've just had a, a thought as well. Uh Mr O, do you remember the bath technology from Captain America Civil War? Yes. What about if they find some way to reverse engineer that so that it allows them to actually access the past, like literally allows them to access the past? Because on the surface, that's kind, it's kind of what it does, but not quite, um, in a sense that it just allows you to, to replace certain things. But what if they find a way to kind of um, reverse engineer that? Would that be enough, do you think, to, to get them back into the past to then change events?
5: To get them back into the past, yes. But um, if you're, again, following the narrative from, I guess, past Winter Soldier, Civil War, and on, and, and I guess with all the Marvel films that you watched in between so, and learned, like with Doctor Strange, I think they would possibly go for something that has been... Introduced with a lot more focus on, for example, um, Ant Man and the multiverse, um, Doctor Strange and the multiverse and the miniverse and and the superverse and the Asdaverse and all that they've got, you know, have different things going on. Um, But with that, um, they'd be trying to bring back something again that they haven't really touched on or really had or given any premise to so far so i think mm. that'd, be, that'd, be a re- that'd be quite a reach but then it's that so they could do that and we'd watch it and they'd make it work and because we're heads for it we'd actually understand it
2: yeah um i've, I've got i've got something to add to that because you mentioned like characters who are actually quite powerful and things have been, have been introduced we we still need to remember and i and i'm actually quite surprised because no, none of us have, have actually mentioned this but one is still alive as far as we know right yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah and and the sanctum sanctorum is still there as far as we know right mm-hmm. yeah so to so to a certain degree they actually have a fair safe place where I'm sure they can stock up on something that might be able to lead to something with maybe time travel or multiversal travel as well which which, which could be interesting yes yeah, so yeah which I think could be interesting
1: okay well you has got a lot of possibilities there So I hope that answers your question we, I think we've given you about four different possible theories So hopefully that does the trick Alright, um, Alvin, don't get too comfortable I'm coming to you again okay. um, This one, is, well this is a simple one anyway But this is from Nikki on Twitter um, And she asked What happened to Valkyrie and Korg? Are they dead too?
4: No uh, Joe Russo was at a university uh, Recently doing a Q&A uh, he said about Valkyrie that the 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 ship, which I think is called Sanctuary Two, uh, it had escape pods. So, as far as we know, Valkyrie may have been getting people onto uh, escape pods uh, and kind of well escaping with them to in order to kind of like keep them safe for wherever they got to. Um, in regards to Korg, he didn't want to go into any specific details, but it, it sounds like. Well, probably got off too, but um, but Valkyrie definitely he, he said escape pods like even if you go online and type it in, you, you'll see articles mentioning it.
1: Cool, fair enough, good stuff. Um, this one is a doozy, so I'm gonna put this out to all of you. Um, this one is from one and it's a simple question How did the heroes beat Thanos?
5: Uh, you he seen the film? they didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we know at some point, you know, the heroes are going to triumph, but in in you know, what are they going to have to do basically in order to to do it? Because as we mm. can see, the price is, of going against Thanos is very high.
2: You know what? A- Obviously, some form of sacrifice will have to be made
0: mm.
2: as a standard, mm. and, it, and it and it boils down to that. F- it boils down to the first thing. The first time when we, see, like I said, I'm just, obviously when I'm giving theories, it's just me just talking. It boils down to the first time when we're introduced to Thanos and the thing that makes him smile when he sees this challenge. And is that, or or is it, or or, unless I'm getting mixed up, but isn't he described in the film, in maybe Avengers, as to like, to court Thanos is to court death.
1: No, I'm sure that's mentioned. No, i has got the line the wrong way around um, this. They're talking um, about Earth, the Avengers. They said to challenge
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Earth. Is yeah. Death. Okay, all right, okay, yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, so basically, yeah, so I've got it wrong way around. Yeah, so he loves that. He sees that challenge. He, you know, he, he, he's happy with that. So, in saying that way, like, he's looking at death as, like, as like that challenge. So he's going to go down, and some of those Avengers are going to have to be sacrificed to, to bring others back. Cool. Some sacrifice has to be made. Hmm. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, I don't think you could. Br- I
5: don't think you could bring. Obviously, Black Panther. Out to- did Doctor Strange go? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: wow.
5: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, yeah, he did, didn't he? Man. <laughs> he like you're reliving it again, now.
0: Wait, who's? Left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: I, I don't think you could bring as many people back as they're going to bring back without someone having to go like big time and this is where i think i really reckon this is this may be tony's out this may be the way he gives himself up and and where with his narrative where ever since the battle of new york he's just been haunted by this thing it would just be like and going into going out of that closing this whole book tony giving himself like going through the wormhole, but not being able to come out of it again, mm. just at, at the last battle, where yeah. it brings people back, it brings everyone back, it fixes everything, but someone's gotta, you know, hold the bomb for it to blow. up, Basically, mm. Mm.
2: that that's that's a really cool idea.
5: I think Tony, Tony, and Tony would take that because he's like, look, I set this all off, I did mm. this, I have to fix it, mm. and he's haunted, he's still haunted by that. Yeah, and he's worse now, especially watching peter go.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Oh, poor Pete! He didn't mm. want to go.
2: Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, I I don't feel so good. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go. I'm I'm scared, Mr. Stark. Listen, that brought tears to my eyes as well, bro.
1: <laughs> okay, um, we've only got a couple more left, so we've got one more here, um, and I will throw this one to you, Nigel. Um, this comes from Mike, Mikey B, and he asks, uh, "Do you think it was too easy for Thanos to get the Infinity Stones?"
3: Ooh, hmm, interesting. Mm, yeah, that is an interesting. Was it too easy? I tell you what, I. In some respect, because as we were saying, like you don't see how he gets the first one, yeah. Um, so that's kind of oh, he just shows up because he's already one up. So you kind of lose the well, you don't see him earn it. Basically, I think that's the that's the key thing. You want to see him earn each stone, yeah. So you kind of you lose that a bit. Um, One thing that did. Kind of annoying me slightly, right? So it's like going off on a tangent, going back to things he didn't like. Is when they were all on Titan trying to get the gauntlet off of him, and he was kind of given an out with Peter Quill sort of reacting to finding out um, Gamora had died. Yeah. Uh, and I felt that was a kind of an, a let off because he was right there, they mm. had him. Mm. and because of that, that unless, unnecessary in a way reaction he was sort of let off and given an easy out um, to sort of continue on his, on his quest so I, I didn't think necessarily apart from the first stone that it was easy but except that moment where they had him and he was kind of given an, an easy out to sort of continue the plot um, was slightly annoying to me
2: See, you know, I see I see what you're saying about that scene. And it does seem what do, do do you think it was an easy out and it didn't work? Or did you just see it as a bit of an easy out? It, it was an easy
3: out. It didn't because you know some sometimes you need like a, a genuine reason why Yeah. they couldn't get it off him. Yeah. And I wasn't totally convinced by that because that was that reaction he he could have just held like people could've held that in until they got yeah. the gun off, which they were doing. Mm. And then, you know, whatever you want to do to him, then do it there. Because he knows what's at stake. So he knows, he surely can see that the bigger picture that they're working on right in front of him. So I wasn't totally convinced by him going, all right, forget that. I'm just going to start punching you now and mess Mm. this whole thing up Mm. for the universe. So So, that was was an easy out.
2: See, I'll I'll tell you the reason why, why that scene worked, why it did work for me. In fact, we have never actually had debates, so unless it's me and Ivan arguing. So uh, apologies, apologies, <laughs> Nigel. But I'll tell you the reason why, why I think it works and it works specifically for that character is because okay. everybody has suffered some form of loss. Hmm. But then Peter Quill, if you think about it, has suffered like a, a larger, like the longest loss compared to anybody else. So he's been in this game since like the age of nine. Yeah. Give it, say, yeah? And he's already lost his mum. He's already lost his dad and those were two chapters which were closed with that duology of a film and the last time we do see peter he he's a bit of a better man for this so imagine now the one thing that has actually showed you that you can love and live again is taken away by you so i think it made sense for him to lose the plot like that especially using him and not anybody else like for example Tony Stark, there would be no—I mean, he'd have like a, an emotional reason why he wants to kill, why he wants to take this person out. Yeah. But he's more level-headed than that. Peter Core has basically just lost the last thing that you know with with him that that, that keeps him sane. It's like when he has that whole argument with um and, with Rocket in, in Guardians of the Galaxy One, and and Rocket is like, "Why would I want to save the universe?" And Peter Quill goes, "Because I'm one of the people that lives in it." Okay. <laughs> and at that point he sees the person that's literally taken a last thing that he loves and he wants and is his universe and he just fucking loses it. So I think, so in, for me, in my opinion, it works for him and, okay. and, and it wouldn't have worked for, any, uh, you know, for anybody else. Cause there's no, everybody still has something to fight for. Quill does the good thing because he has to, because he's been taught by Gamora.
3: Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like he, hmm. of all the characters there, he would be, he would have been the one to like genuinely have that reaction Um, Mm. I just feel like because he knows they're trying to get the gauntlet off him which means you know that's working against him anyway so Mm. I would have thought in my mind like his reaction would be like oh I hate you more let's get this thing off and I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit you with the gauntlet or something Mm. like that Mm. Mm. rather than let me jeopardize what we're trying to achieve at the moment that's how I saw it yeah yeah
5: yeah, Peter lost Peter lost bear dads.
2: Listen, listen, there was bear kids after seeing that, just dropping their Peter Core toys in the, in, the, in the bin. Like that, fuck Peter Core, man. Just messed up the <laughs> game, man. Uh, 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 <laughs> well, shit.
1: The is, it's funny because you lot um have, have both given two um really great interpretations of that scene. Like to me. For that particular scene, I just thought he did it because he's just he's emotionally mature. He's a man child. Mm. He doesn't really know, like he's never you know, he he's a character that I kind of fall in and out of love with in, in the MCU. There's times mm. where I like him and there's other times where I'm like, You're a dickhead, you know, you need to grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just he just behaves like such a little kid and it's it's and I suppose when I think about it objectively it makes sense that he would because of the, the upbringing that he's had yeah. mm. but he still can be an emotional like loose cannon who, who yeah. jeopardized things and that's exactly what he did in that scene he, mm. Mm. he jeopardized the whole plan because he can't keep his emotions in check you know um he, he struggles with that um so to me when it played out like that again it it, it made sense to me because of who he was, and because of mm. the, the way that his um, character has been portrayed, and, and the journey that he's been on, so so yeah, it was interesting, interesting take to hear in, both in, of you. In
5: his defense, it was like the worst time to find that out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of, I was like, dude, you're fucking up the whole thing.
0: Mm. But at the same time, I'm
5: like, yeah, but he's just found out that she the green chick died. Like, I, I know her name, but I like calling her the green chick because she's green, but I know she's not green in real life. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, so it was like the worst moment for him to find out. So there was that, and it's like you said, it's that different description of that same moment where, on one hand, you're like, Yeah, it's because it does it gives Thanos the out, but at the other side, it's you know, the emotion of him just finding out that after losing Bear Dads and, you know, he now lost the lady who's, like I said, normalised him in a way. So he just had the man-child, the instant man-child response mm. by everyone.
2: Mm. Hold, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I did get, did you guys actually say he lost Bear Dads? Yeah. Rob, <laughs> <No>, listen. <laughs> I've only just clocked now, you know.
1: <laughs> well, he had
2: <hasn't> <laughs> Lost Bear Dad's fam, like, Bear, like <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: like, shit. how many? One, two, and a, and a month. Mu- what we could make a fucking sitcom about you, <laughs> like, like, my two dads and my mum, and a talking tree bedroom. Like,
1: <laughs> well, we all know Peter Quarles is the ultimate road man, so like, <laughs> like, he would probably talk about that, like, his dad's in that way. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, um, yes, yeah, sorry, Mike. To answer your question, um, no, I didn't think it was that easy for Thanos to be honest. I think it did, it, as you saw in the film, it cost him, it cost him, um, his relationship with Gomorrah, which you know, we were kind of slightly led to believe that he was, you know, this absolute tyrannical despot who didn't care for anyone and anything. And mm. yet, when push came to shove, um, you know, he felt genuine remorse and loss for, um for you know a, a person he considered to be his daughter his child um and you know he says it at, at the um towards the end before the finger snap moment when he kills vision for the second time he says to scarlet witch you know uh my child you have no idea how much i've had to to lose today yeah
0: yeah
1: even at the end when you know he he um goes to that strange place i don't know where it is but um and he sees the younger Gamora, and she goes did you do it and he said yes And she goes, "How much did it cost?" And he says, "Everything." Um, You know, it shows you that he, it wasn't a walk in the park for him. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was just, you know, the Russo's trying to show just how much better he is than everybody else in the MCU, and that's Mm -hmm. why maybe he he made it look easy at certain times. Um, But yeah, yeah, you know, I I think it definitely cost him. So yeah,
5: oh, remember before. Gamora killed him at one point. Yeah,
1: well. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. she killed the, the, the reality stone version of
2: him, but yeah, yeah. Hey, quick question, right? If, this might create a paradox, but if, like, let's say, like, Thanos just gets, like, enough guilty for killing his daughter, could he use the time gem to go back in time and then take her, but still keep the soul gem?
1: No, I don't think so. Because I think what the um, Red Skull was saying is that in order to to wield the Soul Stone, it must provide a soul. So in theory, um, if he was to use the Time Stone to reverse time, Mm. surely that would invalidate the Soul Stone, wouldn't it? Because then there's no soul attached to that stone. There's there's no price that he's paid for it. Mm. So, um, you know, I would have thought the Cosmos would have figured out some way to pay him back for that if he tried to do that.
2: Okay, uh, no, All right, so I, th- be- I think
1: he has to do that.
2: Okay, so basically what, what you just said of like so basically one soul had to be sacrificed for the gem to work. That's correct, yeah? Or for the for the gem to be released, for the stone to be released. So do you think that stone basically has a soul anchored to it? Like the same way like how see like how Adam Warlock uses whoever uses the soul the soul gem, after a while, it basically starts to siphon the soul off you. Mm. And so, uh, so after a certain amount of time, that gem, you have to basically take souls if it's so often to feed the soul, mm. the, to feed the soul gem. Now, imagine if the soul that's anchored to the soul, to the soul gem is Gamora. And what we saw with the conversation between him and Gamora having a conversation is that she's basically just haunting him. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. It could yeah, be. I, I mean, know. that might well be something that we see in uh, Avengers mm. 4, because I think definitely that that's um you know we said that was a big decision that that he made um, yeah and you know there surely got to be consequences of that decision so yeah i could totally buy the idea that maybe because of you know the the life that he's had to take in order to obtain and and use the soul stone mm. that as a part of that that soul is still you know uh, attached to the stone in some way so so yeah, mm. he probably will, will be haunted by, by not just his actions, but by her. Mm. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be yeah, interesting bite, if they.
3: Yeah. It would be interesting if they kind of, in the same way they, I guess, merge some of um, the Hulk with the way he announced the arrival of Thanos, sort of taking over from what Silver Surfer had done in the comics. If they, yeah. if they take how or the relationship between sort of Thanos and and Death, with almost her haunting if that's the right word him yeah. or only he can see her
0: yeah yeah
3: they do that with Gamora where she's sort of there haunting slash taunting him and
0: only yeah. he,
3: he can see her and um this will take someone out on board that could be interesting mm.
5: Mm. and that, I think that would be kind that would I like I would like that because that would be key in keeping with because in the comics there was at one point Adam Warlock got sucked into the soul stone yeah so uh, Again, that kind of idea of, you know, the world inside the Soul Stone. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Definitely is an interesting idea. And um, yeah, I like that one, Rich. So yeah, we'll keep an eye out and see if um, how things play out with Avengers 4. But hopefully that answers your question, Mike um and we got to the last one for the evening which comes to us from our good friend g aka young turbo 2k and uh this is hilarious so i'm going to ask it to all of you (laughs) after infinity war where does that leave the dc universe
3: oh
2: (laughs) this is uh i can i
0: can
2: tell you i can tell you where it leaves them It leaves them trying to get the time gem off Thanos so they can actually go back in time and raise all the shit they've released <laughs> and start again. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. For sure. <laughs> Do you think if they get the time stone back, they'll, they'll try and kill
2: Superman yeah. twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They'll change everything apart from that one line, which is Martha. I mean, that's how you, they, that's how, you know they're destined to fuck up. <laughs> Uh, so I got, um,
3: I got. Yeah, I'm trying to think how to how to put this. Um, Alright, so I, the first thing i want to say is like probably my favorite comic book movie is The Dark Knight. So I just want to put that out there. Okay, just like as a disclaimer, it's not your fault. Balance, it's not your to, fault. To balance,
0: no.
3: no, that's just gonna <laughs> to balance out what I'm what I'm gonna say. Um, but I I hope that DC look at what Marvel have done and realize they can't just do... You can't just take advantage of an ensemble um, movie like this without putting in the work, the planning that Marvel have done. And because I feel like with Justice League, they, they saw what had happened with um, Avengers, thought, yeah, we'll have some of that. Let's, you know, put out this, this quote-unquote film, uh, Batman v Superman um let's do a you know decent job of wonder woman and let's just skip to the end and they try to do you know get what marvel have got without doing what marvel have have done in terms of actually thinking how are we going to introduce these different characters how are these films going to sort of work with each other to lead up to this moment how are we going to get people invested in their characters like people who have read the comic book people who have just you know, turned up um, to see an interesting-looking movie. How are we going to get people invested in this universe? And they just didn't do that at all. So I'm I'm hoping with them, you know, seeing what Infinity War have, have done, they go pretty much back to the drawing board if they need to, and say, actually, if we're going to do this, we need to do it properly, and we need to think, you yeah, know, basically need to think. I mean, one of the things that um, I talk about sometimes with story is that you like stories are read sort of you know begin to end but actually made from you know the end backwards so you know how it's going to end and you see that with Marvel but they, they know it's coming to this point now it's a case of working backwards to you know what are the pieces we need to put in play to you know to, to satisfy this ending so yeah hopefully like DC kind of look at that and say actually what do we want a Justice League film to look like Right now, let's work backwards to figure out all the steps we need to put and just and just do a better job.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what we've all been hoping for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alvin, I mean, in terms of, like, Infinity War, do you think anybody at Warner Brothers was has been watching Infinity War and has thought, wow, like, this is the culmination of 10 years' worth of work? Or do you think they just looked at it and went, well, we're doing Gotham City sirens anyway, and
4: new books, <laughs> uh, see what I like to think is going on at Warner Brothers right now. I don't know if you remember that downfall meme. That's what I reckon's going on. Like he's fucking well, I'll say he's Snyder, but I the fucking I'd be pissed like <laughs> if if I'd made shit decisions and got Zack Snyder to direct these two movies and to step in and amend one of them. Wonder Woman was average, but people seem to fucking think it was like the second coming of comic book Jesus. Because and it was then... the only
3: decent DC film <laughs> <Yeah, absolutely. laughs> uh, by default, yeah.
4: And apparently people want an Aquaman movie, and then they're doing Flashpoint Paradox, but Flashpoint was like a big event in DC Comics when it actually happened, but they're just going to do it as like a one-off movie, and they're not even going to build up to that. So it, they just try to fucking take a shortcut, but it but it turns out that To take that shortcut, you need to be in a fucking big-ass jeep or something, you know what I mean? And they're in a minute. They've just, like, screwed it up. And they they didn't want to do it the Marvel way because they didn't want to take the time. thought they could rush it. And, you know, they put Batman and Superman in a film together. And Civil War did better than it. Yeah. In the same year. You know what I mean? It's like, everyone knows Batman and Superman. And they somehow couldn't make that work. Like, it shouldn't be like that. I, I want it to be equal pegging, like, competition-wise. You know what I mean? I want them to challenge each other. But we don't have that because they didn't take their time. So they shut themselves in the foot. And they also can't decide as to who they want to bloody head these the, the freaking, uh, like, think tank that they've got. One minute is Zack Snyder. Next minute is Jeff Johns. Now, apparently, Jeff Johns is gone. So who's, who's, who's running things? Marvel have uh, got Kevin. The hired, Kevin um, from the beginning.
1: Yeah, they hired another guy. I've forgotten his name now, um, but he was uh, he worked on Legendary Pictures um, and, and worked on a few of the properties there. Um, so he now is is the new head of, of DC movies, DC films. I think is, is what. they but you can't are. resuscitate a
4: dead body. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not being fired yet <laughs> yeah, okay. look, look, Come on now, let's, let's be real life. <laughs> I feel bad for them, that's the thing I like Young Justice is one of my favourite animated shows Frickin' Batman The Animated Series um, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited Clipping great Even Justice League action at the moment is really fun, although it's short form 10 minutes I like seeing DC stuff Stuff you know, what I mean, I like seeing the DC like animated movies, but live action—they just dropped the ball, man.
2: Bruv, the ball. bruv you, you said you can't resuscitate a dead body. <laughs> bro <Bruv>, listen, <laughs> hey, you're Thanos, <laughs> <laughs> you're Thanos, straight, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: literally just straggling the life out of
4: Loki. No resurrection. <laughs> 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 it to say it, but I had to, man? It's just right. like...
1: well, Mister O, as our guest, I'll, I'll give you the last word on this one. Um, so, any thoughts on on whether DC were taking notes and where they go from here?
5: DC have to be sitting at and and the thing they can't like you can go to work and not see it or be on the internet and not see a trailer on a website that you're on. It's literally in their faces and. They've watched it grow right in front of their faces. So, so on one hand, the one thing that before any films, are, any films are even talked about, any bad direction, anything like that, DC already have to deal with the fact that Marvel started this thing time ago
0: mm.
5: and have been weaving this thing from time ago. And it's like um, it's like Nigel was just saying, where um, DC just thought, okay, let's just try and you know, do our own version and put two two things together. Um, they put Batman and Superman in a film, fucked it up. That was the they're, they're hoping, saving grace of something that could have kick-started. Something that could, mm, I, I won't say Marvel, Marvel. basically something that can, you know, equal or come close to work the work that Marvel have put in. So, now, again, they've got all these plans, they're going to do Wonder Woman 2, apparently they're going to do Aquaman, but then, after Infinity War, do you really care about a guy underwater?
0: Rule at someone. Mm. The comment, again,
3: Charlie means you're obviously going to care about it and take time out
5: for it. But I can't even see the DP have a lot of work to
4: do
5: because
4: have got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. And I don't even know if it works.
5: Um, um, bad, 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 bad,
1: bad. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a mad one there. Um, sorry, your, your line's gone a little bit quiet there, you know, Mr. O, but um, we managed to get, I think, most of what you were saying. Cool. Um, <clears throat> But, um, yeah, uh, that's it, basically. The um, <laughs> To answer your question, G, the, where does to that do. leave them? It leaves them with a lot of questions and a lot of soul-searching to do. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's basically what we're saying here. Um, they need to take a little, good, long, hard look in mm-hmm. the mirror. But then, you know what? I don't even have faith that they're going to do that. I mean, those of you who've been listening to us for a while know that we don't really have much faith that they will either because the evidence suggests that they're not so you know they keep on taking the same approach that they have done um since they started their cinematic universe which is let's just throw lots of shit at the wall and see what sticks um and i expect them to continue doing the same thing and maybe they'll luck out and hit on a suicide squad that's a box office hit and maybe they won't you know that's and get an oscar yeah, they
3: do have an Oscar. An
0: Oscar. <laughs> oh, like, you know what, do, what?
3: Actually, let me. Wow. I'm gonna take back everything I just said because what do I know? <laughs> <So, laughs> they've they've got an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: but that seems to be the the
5: future for them, really. saying in, 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 in all that. From the last thing that I really heard about DC was that there were going to be two different Joker films. Mm. Their chances aren't warm right now.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely not.
5: I have a feeling that they're probably going to release something quite quaint and charming. <laughs> <Yes>. Wow! <laughs> I saved it. I saved it. That well,
1: was, congratulations for uh, working that one in there. <laughs> thank you. oh, you're coming. You're coming. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it, man. That's all of our audience questions. So, thank you to everybody who. Um, got involved with the the audience questions it was great to have them and hopefully we've we've kind of given you some stuff to think about um and yeah thank you to everyone who's, who's listening to the podcast as well um you know thank you for continuing to follow us um as i said a, a couple of podcasts ago there are a few developments going on with us so you will hear about those very very soon so stay tuned um some exciting stuff is going down for us um, and yeah, you know, we will continue to grow and keep doing what we do, which is talk shit about comics and movies and games and everything else that you love. So stick around. It's going to be a fun ride. All right. Um, before we go, uh, Mr. O, thank you very much for, for coming along and, and joining us. Awesome. Um, I said hopefully this won't be the last time we hear from you on, on Wulong Talks. I'm sure you, you'll be back. Um, but for those who don't know you can you let them know where they can find you at uh, if they uh, want to chat to
5: you online you can Find me on Instagram. That's Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R-O and five pages um, My book is out beware of the D. It's out now Amazon. Uh, you can find me Mr. O. Co. uk. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram Peace and hair grease to everyone <laughs>
1: And Nigel, um, thank you again for for coming along. It's always a pleasure to have you. Um, Yeah, just remind everybody where they can find out about Mayamada.
3: Yeah, um, the best place is our website, uh, mayamada.com. That's M-A-Y-A-M-A-D-A. You'll be able to connect with us on social media as well, on Twitter, Instagram. um, What's the other one? Facebook. Yeah, that's it. We're on that too. And we're also going to be giving away... Uh, one of our manga on free comic book day because um, we're doing a kickstarter. So we're giving away a free comic uh, to people that sign up to our newsletter uh, on Saturday, the 5th of May, if this is out by then.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Cool.
5: Oh, oh, please, please. Oh, please. Can I also say shout out to Yellow Rage? Um, she's one of my clips. The clips are coming into that's the clever ladies investigating terrible situations. That's- <laughs> um, and beware of the D-Nights also come in. Watch out for those.
1: Cool. Wicked, man. Mm. Well, <clears throat> what I'll do is I'll make sure that we have links up for, for all of that on the website. So, listeners, if you're um, listening to the podcast on SoundCloud or, or on YouTube, make sure you hit those links. Um, we'll include them there um and you'll be able to find out a little bit more about what these guys are up to and, and what they're doing as well all right that's it man let's say good night and and put to bed avengers infinity war and until we go and see it for like third and fourth times on, on <laughs> Friday and so on so until then i'm gonna say good night um rich kid say good night good night uh big a say good night bro good night and it's a good night for me. We'll see you later, people. Take care of yourselves. God bless you. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, people. We'll see you on the road. Peace. If you like what you just heard, why don't you follow us online? You can find us on Twitter at WulongTalks.com, on Facebook at WulongTalks, and on Instagram at WulongTalks. We also have our blog, which we update uh, kind of regularly, and you can find us there at www.wulongtalks.com. If you have any ideas for topics or would like us to feature your geek-based products or business on our show, you can always get in touch with us via email at wulongtalkspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com.